Welcome all you amazing ass motherfuckers, you nerds, blurs, geeks, twisters, dippers, realness with a twisters. This is the fourth installment of My House is Burning. This is the Viceland's My House After Show. I'm your co-host Rain Coleman, and I have with me the amazing, the dope-ass, the Frenchest, most stupendous-ass co-host I could ask for. <laughs> uh, hey, y'all. Um, it's Falu, as always. Favorite with some friends and whatnot. And uh, I'm really happy to be here for episode five uh, for this after show that we're doing right now. Is it four? Is it really? Yes. <laughs> yes. Is it only four? Hold on. It's on the plug. It feels like it. It feels like it. I, I, I really was five. It's okay. Cool. Well, damn. Drag me there. <laughs> all good. All good. Oh, shit. Um, yeah. So, episode four, Ballroom and Beyond. In this episode, Alex and Precious weigh their options outside of Ballroom. Um... Any initial thoughts for this ah, dope-ass uh, episode? I liked it a lot. It was really uh, lighter than what we've seen mm-hmm. you know, last week. Uh, a lot of uh, funny moments were there. Um, and that kind of like, took a little bit of an edge off because we were really like we went really deep last week with Jelani yeah. and Tati uh, on you know their stories. And I think this week we got to see like a lot of precious and that was hilarious because she's everything um yeah a lot of like funny moments with Loli. yeah we go we go over the scenes you know but yeah overall like a lighter feel and uh i appreciate it yeah yeah i'll say the same i really did um enjoy this and i guess they really answered our question about is there going to be a ball every episode because there wasn't one for this one but there were major events so, um, yes. case in point, the Women's March. But I really, I really enjoyed this. I like seeing more of Precious and more than just a ballroom commentator. I like seeing yeah. more of her. And, like, we learned a lot about Precious this episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and, uh, segue uh, yeah. to Precious. First scene, Precious in the yes. studio booth, you know, uh, spinning some bars or whatnot. And Mama has it. Like, I, okay, I saw her i was like please get my coins like i want to give it them to you like please take them and make what what we wish with them but i want an ep i want a i want a single i want something because i'm a fan at this point and she goes off she goes half it's like if azealia banks knew what she was doing you know what i mean but like better so okay as far as flow and all that and i'm just so i i don't know because she for me, uh, for what I've, I've heard so far, this looks sounds good as shit. So yeah. I just I just cannot wait at this point. Like, where are we getting the album, girl? When are we getting the single? Because we want it. <laughs> I mean, I want it. I will buy it. I will definitely buy it because Mama Same. goes the fuck hard, and I was like, yes, bitch. So thrilling. <laughs> I, I, it's so like empowering and thrilling, and you just want to like either vogue the house down or just you know feeling your clear or whatnot no nah, i love it i love it i truly love it <laughs> yes 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 same i really enjoyed this because i the only the only mainstream album or track i can think of and there may be more is um common head oh god i forget the album but it was for real on that track and he was rapping or performing as 
if he was a commentator at a ball. And oh. I'll try to find that that try and get like a little soundbite or something and put it here or post it on social media. But he because he sounded so good on that track, I said, Why are there not more commentators in the mainstream? And True. I'm I'm team precious. I I want like you said, an E P, a mixtape, a single Girl, let me I want something. I want a music video. I want like a whole album process era, different singles. I want her, you know, at some festivals and whatnot. You know, yes, yes. I need her. Yeah, she. Yes. Yeah, I think I hope, and I'm, we're gonna do everything for that to happen. That you know, she gets signed because she clearly has the the stamina yes. to serve. The, yes. Let me tell you, to yes. serve the good tea because I'm can wrap her ass off. Let's be honest, God. <laughs> um, and I believe Timberly, in the. Yeah, <laughs> uh, she also mentions like right afterwards that ultimately her goal is to be like that that hot gay dude that you know everybody wants to work with you know and she mentions yes, yes, yes. Uh, Big Frieder that is you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, someone uh, that one could you know uh, look up to and I feel like she this is definitely right her, right her alley you know it doesn't seem yeah. like too far fetched for her. Like, it sounds mm-hmm. literally something that she could be doing, and she is yes, probably yes. Go- gonna, um, mm-hmm. you know, uh, very soon. And I'm like, I cannot wait. I just cannot wait yeah. to see her be a badass bitch and that everybody yeah. knows who she is. I mean, she's well-known, like, come on, still. But I want her to be, like, mainstream, you know what I mean? So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because she has the range. She has the range to do that. So, I don't know. I yeah, just can't wait. Yeah. I'm just gonna wait for her. Yeah, I I would love to see that as well. Um, I know she mentioned like working with Cardi and like you said with Big Free. Yeah, like, ca- ooh, bit. I will live, bitch. Like, Cardi right, and Precious, right, right, right. ooh. <laughs> I will live. I will live. Yes. And I think even Cardi could need a good feature, Angola, um, mm-hmm. because you know her last <laughs> album was amazing, but the best songs were the features. Well, no, that's not yeah. true. That's not true. But we know it's not like a Cardi show, so we're not going to go there. Um, <laughs> but I think right through the scene, we so Alex and Precious are going to the bar, and they have like a little mm-hmm. chat. And a, yep, and yep. a thing that I took from this scene is how they mention how they travel a lot and how they never yeah. got get to build in a one specific location. And Alex is always, mm-hmm. you know, three months in Paris, in Europe three months there and there and they don't necessarily have the time to build uh, mm-hmm. in a specific geographic place and um, it's something that they kind of mm-hmm. like would want to happen but ultimately they're, they're artists so all this are you know mostly on the road and you know mm-hmm. following the flow and all that so that was an interesting thing to uh, to um, to uh, to know it especially because you think of the whole Lucky series and that all, all that takes place in New York and yeah. I'm just like thinking, just me thinking about the logistics of how all that could happen if, I don't know, if Precious has, has a gig in a ball in Amsterdam, for instance, for instance, mm-hmm. how does, you know, how all that, you know, takes place. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. you know, ultimately they still manage to um, uh, have everybody at the same city and at the same time. So, yeah. hallelujah, like Shanzo that was said. But... <laughs> No, yeah, that, that was really, really interesting to to hear that because you don't necessarily think, think of that. You would think that both these ballroom scenes are really like, what's the term? Um, local, 
You know what I mean? And that the person that yeah. are there mm-hmm. don't necessarily like go outside of these uh, bubbles. Mm-hmm. But clearly, Alex is not like Alex is like going everywhere to every like ballroom, mm-hmm. you know, because mm-hmm. Mother is iconic regardless. But it's still <laughs> yeah. Let's keep it a buck here. But yeah, it's just in- interesting, really interesting because never ne- I didn't think of that at all. Yeah. Yeah, I um I feel the same. I really really enjoyed this scene, mainly because we've been asking for well initially asked for seeing more about these people outside the ballroom, and we get that. And I really like. It's not necessarily a crossover because we've seen these two in scenes before, but these two I think, and then maybe Tati are the ones that maybe travel the most, and for them yeah. to be in this space, and for me to see two brown queer. Identifying men of color mm-hmm. sitting in a bar drinking, discussing how they are traveling throughout the world. Not only just traveling because, oh, I got the money like that, but I'm traveling for a specific reason because of my craft. That is so inspiring. Like this image yes. of these two. Yeah. And they're, mm. neither one of them are traditionally, when I say traditional, I mean like society's uh, standards of what is beauty and defaulting to whiteness. Neither one of them fit that mold. Precious is a thick girl with long, curly, nappy, kinky hair. Um, mm-hmm. A black girl. Like a black girl. You know. mm-hmm. Dark, dark. And dark Alex, skin, yeah. Very small. Dark skin bitches. Yes, yes. It just mm-hmm. a, a petite, young guy. I, I don't want to say exotic looking because he's not a thing, but just has a different look to him. That's mm-hmm. Neither one of these things are traditional in the sense of, again, societal norms and how white people yeah. view blackness. They are very alternative in that sense and they are two queer motherfuckers traveling the world doing the best at what they do being able to travel because of this and they're on this screen so not only is this ballroom stuff not only is this local gay queer subculture type stuff these motherfuckers are doing things yeah this is not the damn thing it's 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 fucking phenomenal and i i really uh it's Speaking to me and others in my generation when we were younger, little kids, you would never think to see this. If we were to see Alex and uh, and Precious, they would be caricatures. They would be token gay friend, the sassy, flamboyant, three-snapping, flashy clothes-wearing gay friend. These are fully realized people. This isn't a scripted show. This is a reality show. But they are real people who are doing it's. It's just it's now it's really like um, it's remarkable, definitely, definitely, yeah. and really impactful to a young audience that can be able to relate, um, you know, to such yes. iconic uh, personalities, and just to see them like do the damn thing and being able to see, like you said, um, to see like the contrast that there is between the local, you know queer mm-hmm. subculture space and being able they are these yeah. people have motherfucking careers okay they're doing the damn thing yeah. they're out here recording music okay and booking gigs you know what i mean it's not just like a, a hobby mm-hmm. you know what i mean so yeah. that is yeah. mm-hmm. uh, that i think that was one of the purpose of this episode in, in particular is like to highlight the fact that these people like this is their life it's also their work their bread, yes, ultimately, yes. and they do, they're hustling, they do the damn thing, and they're doing really good, and they're the, the best of what they're doing. You know what I mean? Yes. So no, yes, yeah, absolutely. I definitely like right there with you, and uh, I think it's just amazing to see like two uh, queer 
black gays doing a damn thing. You know what I mean? Uplift one another and being able just to yes. talk about it and be like, you know, we're casual. Yeah, you know, I went to Paris last week and why not? That was cute or whatnot, but you know, it it is. You know, yes. It's cute. Yes. Like I like it. I really I enjoyed it. Really enjoyed it a lot. Uh, what I enjoyed more is right after that uh, we get to see Tati and uh, Lolita at the uh, Women's March. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. At the yes, Women's March, yes. and uh, I okay, I love the, the the whole scene. Really, it was really interesting, and especially the woman that came along with them and mm-hmm. mentioned how there weren't li- really a lot of people of color at, at this march. And mm-hmm, the thing mm-hmm. is, um, okay, I'm talking from like a cisgender male black guy perspective here. So, to explain mine. But, with here, like, feminism and all that, the issue that I have with it is with, is, is with white women sometimes and how they're not really necessarily, like, inclusive mm-hmm. of everybody. You know what I mean? If feminism is not intersectional, it's not f- feminism at all. Like, you're just taking one segment of what uh, women are. You know what I mean? And especially for someone mm-hmm. as Tati, who her identity overlaps. Because uh, as a woman but also like a trans woman at that and you can yeah. add the color thing on top of it you know mm-hmm. what i mean like mm-hmm. it's like three struggles that um overlap with one another and are people that just are the less represented in these spaces of protesters and this is mm-hmm. what i thought i thought like her seeing her and later you know being there is really impactful you know what i mean Yes. And it's like, we here. Like, we also here. We're also women, too. Y'all want to yeah. act like we don't exist, but we are here, clearly. And yes. uh, I liked it a lot. I truly, truly enjoyed it. And also, yeah. when yeah. Uh, Tati was walking the, her way through the, through the march, I was like, yes, ma'am, give it, give it to the girls. <laughs> yes, 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 she, she did that. I, and it is, this is much in the same vein as the last scene. I love seeing... These two brown women, like you said, intersection, one trans woman, a woman of color, women. This being, first of all, I don't know if this was intentional, like if the show some kind of way crafted this, but seeing these two women at the Women's March was perfect. And seeing yeah. them in a sea of whiteness and these two pretty brown girls here, it, 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 it filled me with the same joy that the scene before did. This was this is probably one of my favorite episodes of the show so far. Oh well, damn. Okay, good. I, and it's and I won't say it's my most favorite, but it's it's up there. And it's I guess it's because it's hit me in the feels after I've already kind of grown to care for these characters. To mm-hmm. see Lolita, to see well, one to see more of her. <laughs> Lolita mm-hmm. Balenciaga, we've been waiting for you, girl. I was like, yeah, she's totally catching up. She's like, yeah. <laughs> I, I love it, and um. I like hearing Tati speak because, again, like you said, speaking from a cisgendered point of view, there's only so much that I can speak on before I'm mansplaining something. So to hear, yes, I'm sure there was more of this conversation that they had with that older lady that wasn't aired. But I love the idea of having this trans person speak for her goddamn self and not have it be translated by someone else. Yeah, I love that. As a yes, it's just. Again, and I, I, I love this. I love, they look like they had fun. They look like they were having the most fun. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, there's a camera crew with them, so people are looking. But just in general, that 
Yeah, it was not. It, it yeah. the way it was shot was really like cool because you would think that you are shooting right in the middle of a march, right? Mm-hmm. You would think it would be definitely yeah. hazy and can be confusing, but I don't know. Like mm-hmm. it was really cohesive and the way it, like the whole flow of the whole scene. It seems yeah. like I don't know. It was really naturally looking. To yes. see to, and yes. to watch, and I was like, okay, you mm-hmm. go. And then again, like the producer's value of the show is just through the roof, so I'm not gonna go there again. We stand <laughs> right, already right. enough it's about that. Kudos but, to the editor, all that. Yeah. But it, like, like the, the, mm, it's good. It's yeah, it's really good. Um, <laughs> yes, indeed. Right after that, yes. we get into uh, our girl Lolita Balenciaga, yes, and yes, she yes. is oh. with her house member. Brother, brother Jojo Balenciaga. and uh Kamaya Kamia Kamaya Ebony her Kamaya uh, Ebony our friend yeah our, our friend our too mm-hmm. yes and uh yeah. they are yeah, yeah rehearsing I think now or training Lolita in that scene well yeah essentially yeah, it looks like they're training her to like walk I I I believe to walk but I don't mm-hmm. know. They're giving tips yeah. <laughs> Because I think Lolita went to rock the um, runway category. Yeah. And mm-hmm. uh, like we, I mean, like we said last week, you know, the category is pretty about you want to sell the fantasy that you're, that you're serving. Yeah. Like Tati last week, she was giving you like queen uh, royalty yes. realness. Yeah, she looked good. Yes. My girl yes, looked good. Did. Like, I'm woo. still not over that. I'm still... Go ahead, Listen, <laughs> she did the motherfucking damn thing, girl. It's like, how can you hate? You know what I mean? Like, how can you possibly hate yeah. on that bitch? Like, how can you... Because she is just serving, like... Mm. Yes, ma'am. Okay. Um, <laughs> something really interesting that... Uh, Kamaya... I'm sorry. Uh, it's Kamaya? Kamaya, I believe Kamaya. Sorry, I'm just... I don't know. I can't really, like, uh, remember all the time. She said um, that the Balenciaga house is more known for being a fashion house. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that, like, kind of, like, was something... Another thing that I didn't think about um, the whole Bowen community is how somehow some houses are known for some, like, uh, specialities or... Yeah. They have their own kind of thing in some houses. Yeah. And you would think from this... Um, and the statement that um, Kamaya had is that some houses yeah. are more known for being more like Vogue dancers, other ones are for mm-hmm. boy, like the face runways. And it's yeah, really funny, yeah. interesting, and pr- pretty much kind of like... Because at first I was like, okay, how, how do you get into a house and how ultimately do you choose your house? You know what I mean? Is it like... Harry Potter, like, is there a hat somewhere? And you're like, okay, you house up there, you house up there, you know, type of situation. (laughs) (laughs) And you get get sorted. I don't know. That would be lit, though, but I don't know. Yeah, right, right, right. A a sorting hat for the houses? (laughs) It it, it wouldn't be a sorting hat. It would be, like, um, how, how like, an item that encapsulates the whole ballroom thing. Shit, a trophy, shit. Uh, no, yeah, a trophy, uh, <laughs> a trophy, a trophy. A trophy, you pull the names out, yeah, okay. Um, yeah, no, 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 I see that. I, and You know, I think it may vary <clears throat> when it come, when you come to, like, how joining a house. Cause I, and I don't think they've even addressed that. I think because coming off of Tati, it was just, we were introduced to her being in a house mm-hmm. and then being a 007 
and kind of the the rift that was caused by her leaving, but we didn't get, well, we thought Tati was beautiful and she won three different, you know, uh, trophies. And so we asked her to join. They did. They didn't give that to us. Um, from my days back in the day of being in a house, it was very simple and it was pretty much just, um, this, which house do you like the most? And, and do you fit in with that house? And if so approach them or they approach you and then boom, bam, boom, you in. Now I don't know, one, if that is how it's done globally, and I don't know if there's a set way to join a house, mm-hmm. um, like bylaws and whatnot, because I, I have not been in that space in quite some time, so I don't know. But it would be nice, I would hope, I hope rather, that that's introduced some kind of way throughout the next yeah. few episodes. Because my point yeah. was, like, what uh, Kamaya said is that Okay, now I know which house is which, you know, what they do, pretty much. I know the Balenciagas or more like mm-hmm. the, fas- the fashion girls, the, let's say, the Ebony or the Vogue girls and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, these um, titles, quote-unquote, kind of would, for me, for like a total a newbie to the, to the scene, would like guide my, my path and be like, okay, I'm more going to go to this yeah, house because yeah. they... Got, you know, they're good in, in this one. I want to do. I want to be more face, for instance. I'm gonna to go to the Miss Riley house because they have like really good looking people over there, and I could yeah. fit right in. You know what I mean? Like th- th- that's the whole yeah. process that I was thinking about after this comment she said. You know what I mean? Yeah. And now it, it, I, I want to um, kind of uh, harp on something. What she said. She being Kamaya um, Ebony about what house is known for what. What I want to say is that is her opinion because you know I'm not. Oh, okay, yeah, true. It it may very well be true, but we're we're getting it from her point of view. Mm -hmm. She she is a better person to ask because she's in that community. But I don't want to go on record saying it like Balenciaga is only known for like just kind of throwing it out there because it's not a scripted show. That was the uh, a kind of a quote. From uh, Kamaya. It wasn't us saying that Balenciaga is only known for fashion and whatever else. So I just yeah. don't want yeah, and she and she 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 mentioned like it was like she said like no shade, but the the Balenciagas are like known for being fashion like heads down. But the point that she I thought she was trying to make was how they were more folk not more focused but better at mm-hmm. fashion and ultimately was yes. kind of shady a little bit a little bit kind of shady because <laughs> that because it kind of implies some some somehow that their the counterpart of as you know fashion in the ballroom is like mm-hmm. the dance part of it is not mm-hmm. up to par you know what i mean I don't yeah, know. This yeah, is how yeah. like this is the vibe that I got from it, and and when she said that, even like JoJo yeah. and Lolita was like, "Uh, script." <laughs> Uh, you know what I mean? Right. Kind of like, like you know, they were, you they were, they, <laughs> yeah. They, yeah, they were gagging a little bit, and I was like, oh, okay, shit, damn, you know what I mean? <laughs> but you know, this way it is. Like, yeah. if you feel this way, girl, you go here. But yeah, I was, yeah, that was a right. Yeah, this is all, all the the question that I had uh, surrounding that moment. Um, then back to the studio, Precious going off on that motherfucking mic, you know. Then again, yeah. I'm over, you know, over the TV, and I'm like, "Bitch, you better do the damn thing, girl." <sighs> and uh, we get to yeah. see like a one-on-one with her homeboy, and with whom are really close to. And um, I believe that they call one another like wife and husband. 
Harvey. And we get yeah. to like see the dynamic of our relationship, which I thought was really interesting to see. And really like like a personal thing you know, to open about as far yeah. as relationship with people. I did I really did not, did not expect that at all. You know what I mean? I I thought that we would more have like a point of view of their life and theirs. I mean, we were just like episode four, so we we're gonna get more of that. But my point is that I didn't expect for the show to show us their um the people that are in their lives too. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like when we saw uh, Jelani's dad, I was not ready for that. I did not. Like I, I yeah. knew that he was about to talk about him and tell all the stories about him, but not like mm-hmm. meet him. That was like, wow. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So yeah, that, that was cute. That was a key key. I think it was a, a really like funny scene too. Because first she's he's, like mm-hmm. hilarious. She's like joke on joke on joke on joke on joke. Like she's just hilarious the way she talks. And she makes great TV. She was she she makes great yeah. TV. Like she, yeah. But how how you feel about that scene? No, I loved it. I loved it, and because uh, I like I like that it was. I wish they hadn't have they hadn't. I wish the show would not have revealed um, her husband to be her husband. What is his name again? Um, Quentin uh, Garcon. I wish they would not have introduced him earlier, like when she showed Alex the FaceTime call. Mm-hmm. I wish it had have just been like a out the blue, like damn, because I wasn't. When I see Precious, what I've been uh, given so far, like with Jelani, it was it was shocking almost to see his dad. But with Precious, Precious never spoke about her husband. Mm-hmm. She never so to see him pop up, it was like, oh shit, I wouldn't even but no, I really um I really liked that scene. I liked seeing how comfortable they were with one another. I liked them opening up because they opened up to the point where she was like, Yeah, you know, he started calling me wife, I started calling him husband, out in public, we do this, we do that, we we lay together, we watch TV, we do X, Y, and Z, even opening up about their sexual relationship. And I was like, damn, that like you yeah, y'all let us in, and then you really let us in. Like you let us in the house, and then you said, "Okay, motherfucker, you know, eat the food, lay in the bed, take a shower, do what you want." Like you really let us into your yeah. Life. Like Precious was like oh. unapologetically open yes. about the whole thing, and I was like, "Okay, sis, go off. Go. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not mad. You want to share about it? You go ahead and share about it." I think it was really like <laughs> it was. I don't know. I liked it. I I, I didn't mind it at all. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I really mind it. I just it was just surprising to me. Unexpected, definitely. Exactly, yeah. So if they if they can be as this transparent and open, that's one of oh god. And I I don't want to sound like that guy, but if these people are opening up their lives to you, it's not just a documentary that someone filmed for a class up in Cambridge or in college or whatever. This mm-hmm. is a docu series that is. Like if you can sit up and watch Love and Hip Hop and Real Housewives of Atlanta and nothing against those shows that it, there's a space for it, you can sit up and watch this show. These people yeah. are opening up to you and giving you the a real part of their lives, right? In a real way, this isn't a throwing uh, champagne in your face, wearing my mm-hmm. best gown and fighting and yelling. It's not that, and again, not dissing that because there is a place for that. As nothing against it, but what I'm saying is you have a reality show about real people opening themselves up to you mm-hmm. and doing it in a way that seems genuine. Yes. And it's, it, oh God, it's just like the importance of Jelani and his dad's relationship being somebody else in the world is having that same issue. The importance of Tati expressing to us what she dealt with with her family with her you know um with her 
past, her history, the things that she's done to get to the point where she is now. It, like We haven't seen a lot from every single person, but we're getting all these gems. And even uh, Precious and Quentin opening up about their relationship. It may not be traditional in the eyes of some, but someone somewhere has this type of relationship or can aspire to have this type of... It's just... And even Precious and Alex, like, giving you the real that, oh, bitch, I'm in, you know, Tahiti. Oh, bitch, I'm over here in London. It's just, like, I really thoroughly, I appreciate this show. Like, mm-hmm. it is like no other. This is, uh, I digress. This is a, <laughs> an amazing show. <laughs> God damn it. I stand for these motherfuckers. Yeah, me too. Um, Did you ever walk my way? I was really nervous to vogue in front of you because it's just like, you're like everything. Huh? Yes, I was. Yes, I was. Why? I study her. <laughs> Me? Yes. You know, I'm learning. Give them everything you got. Mm-hmm. When you go out there, you're not holding no prisoners. Nobody's your girlfriend. Even if they're in the same house as you. We'll be girlfriends after we get off the stage. But I have another question. Okay. <laughs> Who do you think is going to win if there was like a battle between like, the Ebony's and the Balenciaga's. If it was given like the Battle on the Houses, which down, undeniable. And a runway house? And a runway house, too. No shade. A, a runway house, but it's 50-50 with that. You do need to throw in a little more practice, girl, because you look kind of tough a little bit. Oh, she tried it. Tried it! I stand so much so that each week, I think, like, I have, like, a some sort of a concern or something that I want, and it get. Anything that I want to get yep. asked afterwards. So last yes. week, yes. I had a comment about yes. how we didn't see a lot of Alex and that how it was somehow one of the less um, relatable uh, yes. person of the cast. And this week, we get to get into like Alex's mind. You know what I mean? And yes. that yes. I was yes. like, yes, this is all I ask. And you give it to me, and you give it to me real LLP. <laughs> so what we have is um, Alex is going to this. Contemporary dance class? Okay, did I say that right? Yes. Okay. Yeah, you said it contemporary. Oof, well, damn. (laughs) Hallelujah. Um, And on on his way, he's there, and he's, like, talking about all them bitches won the spot. You know what I mean? Yes, yes. Like, it's a really, like, competitive place where you need to shine through and be that girl. You know what I mean? And exude uh, excellence. You know what I mean? And, um... Alex, like, he's, a, he's a great dancer. Like, th- there's no arguing here, right? No, no. He's like a, he's like really athletic, and uh, like he has a range to like serve the girls, mm-hmm. dance professional dance tea. Like that's not debatable. But ultimately, in this game, like in, in New York and all that, he feels though that there aren't a lot of opportunities because of his identity and how as a um, you know, small black muscly dude. You know he yeah. he can't. Now he can't compete, but more so he has less chances 
from being who he yes, is. Yes. You know what I mean? And yeah. uh, so we get to see the whole dance class, and he is kicking his face and like really like dancing the house yes. down. I was like, okay, yes, yes. bitch, fuck it up. Uh, <laughs> because kind of is like it's. I, I did. Um, uh, I used to dance when I was younger, and. Um, I did dance contemporary dances, and it's hard as shit. It looks like it's nothing, but whoo, Lord! And he and and <laughs> Alex says that too. Like he mentioned how um, that type of dance is really, really like it looks like it's so loose, and you can do whatever you want to, but everything is is thought out, and everything needs to be done perfectly for you to do to execute the move, uh, and it should be executed. Yeah. You know what I mean? And um, what I loved about Holda is that at the end of the um, of the dance class, of the dance class, he has like a a one one with the professor, and the professor yeah. tells him how the fact that everything that is a part of Alex, okay, his yeah. background, where he grew up, his ballroom, uh, you know, persona, the voguing part of it, all of that, and he's like he's also like a trained dancer too. All that makes him really unique. And ultimately, like, this will shine through. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because yeah. Alex mentions that he's really, like, sensitive and really, like, hard on himself. You know, yeah. as far as, uh, you know, uh, he's really, like, critical of his own work. Which I think is one of the, a, a good trait for anyone that want to do good. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, hard on yourself. Not too hard because oh, you, can't, you can't do shit. But be really hard on yourself <laughs> and be able to, like, step out of your skin for a second and be able to self-reflect. Mm-hmm on you yeah. and yourself and what's you and your abilities and um that kind of like you know gave another dimension to uh, alex's you know persona on the show and really for me helped me connect with him much more yeah. and care about him definitely much more yeah no 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 same same here like i um i liked alex from the beginning but seeing everyone else kind of tell their story and get their thoughts, feelings, and emotions across. I don't want to say I didn't like Alex as much, but I will say seeing him this vulnerable and in this space, especially a space separate of ballroom, really made me like him even more. Mm -hmm. Um, The car ride was... I feel like Alex dropped a lot of gems this whole last scene being in he the did. car being talking with the instructor uh the instructor name is Nigel Campbell um they this show knows what the fuck they're doing either they know what they're doing or the side effect of doing this show you're just creating good shit the pacing either is way, excellent yeah, absolutely and like you said the questions that we have are soon answered in the next episode yeah. Um, and and so Alex mentioned uh, one thing that stood out to me, like he said, everything about his frame and being smaller and you know whatever else. But he said to uh, Nigel, he was saying, you know, I was getting booked in New York more when I was overseas than yeah. when I'm here. Mm-hmm. And it's I feel like that's that thing that a lot of people deal with is. Um, you can deal with imposter syndrome where you're in a space and you're doing well and maybe you think, damn, am I even good enough or qualified to do this? But then Alex, on the other hand, knows that he's capable and you're in this space and you're doing well. But then when you go to where all the jobs are and where you're from and where it seems like you're getting all of this notoriety, now it's non-existent. And that has to be stressful when you're a professional and not to say no one else is 
good at what they do, but this is something that he's doing for a living. Yeah. And now all of a sudden, you're kind of being told you're not good enough. And that's, oh my God, that that made me feel for him because that, oh, that is a terrifying thing. But I, this whole last thing with Alex really just, if I was another person or if this was me a couple years ago, probably would have had me in tears. Because I'm like, damn, this motherfucker is trying. Mm-hmm. And like you said, in ballroom, it's a different face. It's a different persona. It's my alter ego. It's his Sasha Fierce, quote unquote. It's his, where he can cut loose and do whatever. But then in your professional life, it's like, damn, they they shitting on me. They ain't really, you know, fucking with me. So I, I really enjoyed Alex this episode. This was, man. Yeah, that was yeah, <laughs> definitely a great a great like segment for for Alex to showcase a little bit more of him and um his struggles, you know. Because the thing is, at first, the way that he's presented is like he is the successful dancer and he is like an legend, either legendary or an iconic uh, performer. I don't know, one or the other. Legendary. 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 And you feel like, oh, Alex is all right. Alex is good. You know, he, Mm -hmm. but we get to see like, okay, no, he's facing shit. Yeah. Okay. And that I really enjoyed a lot. Definitely a lot. And I get, and now like onward, I, his attitude and the way he talks to people and all that makes definitely more sense. You know what Mm -hmm, I mean? mm -hmm. Because I feel like, um, because he, he mentioned about his brand, you know what I mean? And this is like yeah, a, yeah, kind of a, yeah, yeah. kind of a new term that everybody everybody loves to use, but in his case it makes sense because <laughs> ultimately, like he is a professional dancer and he himself is the brand that he's conveying. So when last week I mentioned that with the way he talked is really like pageant esque, it does it, it makes yeah, yeah. It, it makes sounds now because he's creating the content the content he's giving the girls. You know what yes. I mean? Yeah. Because he ultimately you don't, you don't want to see some fucked up shit and like miss a gig off of it. You know what I mean? You want to be able yeah. to be like, yes. you know, uh, I'm, I'm, you know, you get the gist of what I'm saying, right? It's yes. pretty much yes. how yes. he is, like being aware, self aware of who he is, and be able to maneuver in these spaces and have like a, a proper um, presentation of himself, so that he is his like chances. Of being yeah. hired or booked increases yeah. afterwards. So. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he he is a brand, and like you said, he went to the Olivia Pope school of uh, branding because he he is making sure, and it may be intentional, it may not, but whenever we see him, he is. There's nothing that he's done on this show that mm-hmm. I feel would cross him out or or eliminate him from getting a gig. Oh, uh, not at all. Or the opposite. The definite opposite. No, yeah, no, no, no. Even this episode, he just gave his concerns about his station in life, what he's dealing with, as opposed to maybe, like I said, going back to other reality shows where it's throwing champagne and it's hollering and screaming. There's none of that here. No, no, no. So this show, I'm hoping, will boost well, all of them, but specifically Alex in a space where he can get more of these gigs or, you know, do whatever it is that he wants to do. I really... Oh, man, I'm 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 in it. I'm in it now. This is I'm in it. Yeah. Um Yeah, so go ahead. <laughs> the, so the last scene we have is Precious going off on the yeah. mic until the pizza yes. came and she was like, Oh, oh the pizza here? Okay, bye. <laughs> and that was the that was pre- yeah. that was pretty much the end. Uh iconic scene, like a meme. Memeable as fuck. 
uh, we yeah. Please somebody make a meme, <laughs> make a meme of it, or like a quick video because that is so relatable. I was like, that is me. That is like dropping yes. everything that I do for food. Like I can't yes. like food. yeah. I'm like I am she. She is me. We are the same person. So I was like, that was like a really <laughs> moment that I came to a lot with precious like over food. So yeah, mm-hmm. and this yeah really. Fu- like I said, and that really closes the show in a light, breezy way, and kind of like and, this, and mm-hmm. to come back to to the um, to the beginning where I, uh, I was saying the overall statement and overall like feeling the show is like it was a light show, the process really light, yeah. really funny, and um, the pacing is great, and uh, I don't know, it was a great, show. I don't, know, I just love it how they kind of like. Um, like it was like a precious moment. Then we go to Lolita and Tati, and a yeah. little bit of Alex, yeah. right? Back to precious a little yeah. bit, and then Alex oh, yeah. back to precious. It's like it was just, it was not redundant and not like mm. predictable, but but so cohesive mm. and so fluid. Yeah, this is what I mean. Yes, yes, yeah, absolutely. I'm I'm just no, glad yeah, that I was I, able I to make a point across. Because I'm struggling for my words sometimes, but yes. No, you, you yes, good. yes, these, yes. These motherfuckers know y'all done made it with us this far. You know what's up, goddamn it. No. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yes, yes. Uh, fucking dope ass show. Ugh, amazing episode. Uh, tens across the board, goddamn it. <laughs> tens across the board. Um, so, yeah. All right, that so who's said, your uh, favorite? I it's hard. No, I they. It's hard. This is episode made it hard. For me, um, I'm gonna play I think the. I'm, I'm going. Gonna, huh? I'm gonna Who's play the fifth here. I don't know. I don't know, bro. Yeah, I'm. I'm stressing because I we got so much. Like I know what these people are capable of in the ballroom. So now it's just off of the personal shit where you trying to make me cry and trying to make me feel things and shit. Um. So I don't know. The I M- think for favorite, okay, may fit. My personal favorite, Lolita, because I, it's see, I, yeah, I want to. You're thinking Lolita too, yeah. Um, yes, I want to see more of her. I would definitely want to see more of her because she. Yeah. When you think about it, Lolita is. I don't. Perhaps I'm saying some. I'm, I'm not right on here, but I think she's like she's the only like uh, cis woman that we've seen on the cast. I think. Yes. Or yes. am I crazy? Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. other than that, no, it's no, no, like she said it. She said, you know, as, mm-hmm. right. I'm not crazy. So I, I want to see like her perspective of her in the ballroom and how is she, is is she like treated differently, you know, than mm-hmm. the other girls? Like because you know, I don't know. I truly, honestly, don't know. So that would be a really interesting yeah. uh, perspective. And I'm glad that they included her on the cast too because she definitely had like another experience too. As a black woman, absolutely. Um, as another black woman in the cast, so yeah, I definitely want to. Yeah, Lolita for me was my favorite, my favorite, and she's funny. Like I like her, and she's she's mad cute, mad beautiful. Like yes, bitch, she's doing the thing. So yeah, Lolita is is fucking dope, and I had her, and I I was struggling because I was thinking who would be my MVP, who would be my favorite, but I have to go with Lolita for the favorite. Mainly because I we didn't get to see a lot of her, but we got more of her than we got before, Mm -hmm. and I love seeing her on camera like I I and I wonder if that was a conscious effort to kind of delay her appearance because oh. she is a cis heterosexual woman 
woman, I wonder. It, maybe, maybe not, but I'm thinking like maybe because this is centered around ballroom, which is a subculture of LGBTQ or whatnot. But all that being said, I want to, like you said, know her story. She said that she was new to New York, but I don't believe she said where she was from. So I'm thinking, what is your story? What brought you here? Were you a Balenciaga? Yeah, she was. Moon? Yeah, and she came in November. Like she is really new, new, new. But I don't know where the show yeah. was um, was filmed. I don't know if it was like last mm-hmm. November or November 2016. Regardless, like she's really right, new right, to right. the New York City scene, definitely. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, more than yeah, dope, dope, dope. I do. So she will be my favorite, and I'm putting her as my favorite as opposed to MVP because now I feel like we're going to get more of her mm-hmm. in the episodes to come. Yeah. So. That's why she's she's my she'll be my favorite this episode, and fingers crossed. I know she'll be MVP some somewhere else down the line, but that's my favorite. It's Lolita she, as well. Yeah, she's my favorite. And shout out to Lolita to Lolita on like on Twitter and social media. Like Mama is showing up. Yes. Like yes, Look, we see you, girl, and we live for you. Yes, motherfucker is yes, Lolita. Yes, yeah, Miss Balenciaga. If you're nasty, I like her. <laughs> <laughs> oh um, shit! So. You, what is your uh, what? Who is your MVP? Uh my MVP. I don't know. Uh I want to say Precious because we've gotten so much. We did more. have a, a lot of Precious, but oh my god! But Alex though, Alex though, Alex though. I'm getting Alex too. My nigga, yes, it's Alex week. Okay, it is Alex week. We gotta give it to the nigga. Come on. Yeah, come on. Yeah, it he gave so he gave so much of himself. Like he gave a lot. He uh, gave us a lot. Honestly, because of you, you're the reason I'm selecting Alex. Because I liked Alex in the beginning, mm-hmm. as did you. But you did make the comment that he feels at the time more pageantry, more kind of performance, and you yes. didn't see a peek behind the curtain. So now seeing this, Mm-mm-mm. even yeah, I have to go with Alex. I feel yeah. like we 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 got more from him not that anyone else was less significant but we got more of him that we didn't have yeah. in the first few episodes yeah. so I, I gotta go with Alex so shout out to Alex from the house of Miyake Mugler Mugler yes hey yes oh god okay uh, what was your favorite scene out of the whole My, uh, the, um, the woman's march the Women's March. Yes. Okay. Oh, yes. Cool, cool. Yes, yes, yes. And Tati, when she said that they should have, like, a Women's March ball, and I was like, oh, my yes. God. <laughs> I, like, why is, is it not a thing, like, now? Like, yes. And she was, like, right, voguing, right, 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 right. voguing yeah, to the yeah. one, uh, to, like, on the street. I was like, bitch, the... Tati, I want to be your friend. <laughs> I want to be your friend so bad. <laughs> right, right, right. Tati, you are our friend in our head. That's yeah, right. like, she, she's my homegirl in my head, like... Like we text one night. Yeah, you no. Know. I like I like that too. Um, I like the women, and I like that idea because when they when she said it, I think it may have been like half joking, half serious. But watching the woman that was walking with them, I'm not sure if that woman is white. Um, I, I know there's a lot of white women around them, mm-hmm. but when she said that, I was thinking, why not? Black people do not perform mm-hmm. uh, protests in the same way that white people do. So why not? Like, what would be the issue with having a women's march ball, like yeah. why, why isn't that an option? Don't because the woman said there's not a lot of people of color and a lot of trans women and such and such. Well, again, are these people of color and trans women fully accepted into this space? You know, Definitely. Um, yeah, right, right into this space. So why not? If you're create their own, mm-hmm. if you're complaining that they are not there, why can't you meet them where they are? 
Mm-hmm. Like you can't put all the onus on them to come out to this event and march and support when you can meet them where they are. And if you know Women's March Ball, no matter if you think it's ridiculous or if you think it's the best thing in the world, it's another option, another form of protest, it's another way to raise money, and exactly. raise awareness and whatnot. So, mm-hmm. and, on yeah, t- and on top of like L- I- LGBTQIA folks of color have been at the core of mm-hmm. activism. You know, when you watch a history, like people mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. Marsha P. Johnson and all these people that really did um, did their thing uh, and being like people of color. And uh, my segue was to talk about um, in Paris, and I've seen online, there were like a Black Lives Matter ball. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, okay. And uh, hold on. Let, let, you know what? I gotta, I'll have time to check one out. But... It was a black oh, metal ball, and the whole and the whole thing, the whole thing that had to be in black and all that. It was, it's on YouTube. It's like on the ballroom TV Paris. You can find it, I think, on on the internet. Okay. And um, it was like how it, it kind of like showcased and, and, and displays how a ballroom can be like a real like, um, you know, queer subculture like moment for us, but also be like a movement as well. You know what I mean? So, uh, yeah. the idea of a women's march ballroom isn't too far fetched. It isn't too like you know crazy. It can't actually happen. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, so. yeah, absolutely. I um, yeah, I agree. I agree. Like, and I, I wasn't aware of that. And you said that's in France where they had the yeah in Paris Black Lives Matter ball. Yes, 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 yes. Okay. in Paris. Yeah, they have that's a what's up. they have balls every fucking month in Paris, bitch. Like they they <laughs> they do the damn thing all the time. And I'm sure that I've seen videos of precious. Doing the the commentator, the MC in Paris, both a few times. I yeah yeah okay yeah yeah, yeah. I'm definitely and sure. I'm I'm glad you said that I'm glad you said it because my favorite scene though I would like to go with the women's march. It's Alex and Precious discussing their mm. travels, yeah, their experiences, and kind of doing this very um interesting like bonding moment. It's, it's very much I'm talking with my homegirl over drinks. And we're grand and not uh, grand in the sense that we're trying to be like, we're just casually discussing our jet setting lifestyle that we attain partly due to our station in the ballroom community. That was my favorite. That was a very powerful scene. And I think that there are some queer boys and girls as well out there who either are going to find this scene or have seen this scene. And now there's some light going off in the back of your head. So you mean I can be in this community and still reach a level of success or fame or prestige or whatever that isn't subscribed to me because I'm brown and queer and not conventionally attractive by society standards. So I'm, that was my favorite scene. That was mm-hmm. Alex and Precious at the star bar. That was. Gotcha. 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 Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. It was a great scene. Uh, Alright, so what's, what's your rating this week? What, what are you rating episode? My four? rating is um, a good eight. It was overall like a great show. And um, mm-hmm. no, I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. Mm-hmm. It was no eight. Eight. It's a good eight. How about yeah, you? Yeah, and I have to go. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm an eight as well. Um, mainly because it, it gave me all the emotional beats. I think. And I don't want to sound hypocritical. I think if we had got a ball, they probably would have pushed me up a little more. Yeah, but, but I can't feel like have this a ball episode every time. didn't need. It didn't. Right, right, right. I'm, <laughs> I'm greedy and shit. No, but I don't think this episode needed a ball. But I do think a ball for me would have pushed over the edge. Mm. But all in all, this was a very 
in comparison, a very quiet, softer show episode. And I, I enjoyed it. And I love seeing Lolita, seeing more of her. I want more of her. I want more of her. Like, seeing that she... This is what I like about the show. We've gone from episode one to episode four. We've had two balls, or three, three balls in between. And then we have this episode with the Women's March. We got... Technically, a flashback to Lolita at the coldest winter ever ball. So she was there. She was in the first fucking episode. She just wasn't highlighted. And she's talking about how she won and she's trying to keep that momentum going. I just want to see her climb to the. I want to see her make it. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think, like, what is. <laughs> but um, with Lolita, it's like a situation where they had to start talk about these stories about the full of the beginning like Jelani um, Precious Alex and Tati and they take a lot of space right yes. and I really and this one when I said the pacing is excellent is how they uh, are slowly putting Lolita in scenes more and more and yes. not like right away yes. you know out of nowhere yes. like who is this girl you know what I mean like we don't know her yes. no she's been there from season episode one but we're slowly getting into her right. and I hope they're going to do the same thing for Relish too I'm going to slowly go into Relish I, into oh, a, God, yes, you know what please, I mean please. and um, yes. and get a little bit more of them and uh, and, and, and see them all, all the cast like um, quote unquote storylines which is not because it's not a, it's not a TV show but you know what I mean right, like right, the, right. their plot like kind of overlap and see um, their mm-hmm. relationship a little bit in the drama, yeah. you know, um, the, like we seen last week with Alex and Relish and all that. That is something that I want to see. So, yeah, perhaps next week. Oh God, yeah, I can't wait. I need more. We rush. usually get, Please. we usually like everything that we ask for. It we usually get it. So I'm asking for that. So I guess uh, yes. you know, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> more Relish, God damn it! No, um, yeah, no, no, cool, cool, cool. This fucking amazing episode kudos to everyone over there at viceland and my house uh thank you all for your support the retweets the likes yeah the, we see y'all uh, and we love y'all we sincerely appreciate it that mm-hmm, being said please when you're listening to this episode use the hashtag mhib pod and when you're watching my house on viceland live please live tweet with us use the hashtag talk to us let us know what's up who's your favorite who you dislike what's your favorite scene who's your mvp like, mm-hmm. keep this make this a conversation yeah. we're trying to get a season two three four and five of my house god damn it yeah that would be Shit. lit <laughs> come on look look vice man i know you're getting this right no, I, <laughs> <laughs> so um yeah that being said this has been I don't know. Another <laughs> my house is burning. Yeah. Do you um got any kind of final thoughts on the episode? Well, uh, the pizza just came, so bye. Uh, bye, <laughs> yeah, y'all. The pizza just came, but no. <laughs> Let the folks know where they can, uh, where else they can reach you because you have another dope ass podcast. Um, yeah, I do actually. <laughs> <laughs> Look at me. <laughs> Look at me trying to feel like no. Uh, yeah, I have podcast in that, but still, let me plug it. Um, Gateway Podcast, um, it's on everywhere. SoundCloud, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, like everywhere. You listen to podcast from, and uh, yeah, it's lit and so lit that I had, you know, your co-host, um, 
<laughs> with me last week on the episode. So it's called My House is Burning because we're kind of, kind of talking about the show. We talk about a lot of other things that are really, really cool right now. So you might want to get into it because it's lit, girl. It's lit. Yes, please. Yes, please. The links will be in the show notes for all of you who are listening. Just go ahead and to your next little um, uh, iTunes, uh, SoundCloud, all that good shit listening app and click on the show notes so you can see Falu's dope ass show. Get into it and listen to the episode with George Truly, Rain Coleman. And uh, that's that. You guys know where to find me. You follow me here. Please subscribe, rate, review. When you do a review, let people know. Let us know. Hey, my house is burning. I love this podcast. It's dope as fuck. Hey, five stars or something. <laughs> and use the hashtag MHIBpod when you're listening to this show and you're watching Viceland's My House Live. Thank you all for joining us again. We can't wait to talk to you all next week. This is um this is it. Mm-hmm. Bye. Bye y'all. <laughs> it's Fangie. <laughs>